Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, folks, it's another day, and I'm glad you're listening. And uh, this is Life Point, and I'm your host, Tom Doherty. I'm certainly glad to be your host, and I'm, and I'm glad to see some of you out in the world I get to talk to from time to time, and some of you uh, call from time to time. And I thank you. Thank you for being a part of this show. Thank you for being involved in your church. I don't know what churches you go to, but we have phenomenal churches around the Treasure Valley. And get involved and help your pastors, help your leaders. Step into ministry. Be a part because God wants to use you. We've got to work together, folks, to make a difference in a world that so desperately needs him. Because you know what? One day it's all going to be over. One day it's going to be finished. It is finished. The battle is over. The work's already been done. It is finished. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that today in the third chapter of Second Peter. And I have told you I was going to stay in Second Peter for another another day, and that's today. And so I'm, I hope that you listen. I hope that this hits a chord with you. And more than anything else, that we respond to the call of God on our lives. Our Heavenly Father, I am so grateful for this day. Such a beautiful day. It's a day you've given us, Lord. You've given us a beautiful place to live. Lord, I can't think of a better place than living in the state of Idaho. Thank you for that opportunity, Lord. And thank you for the positions you've given us in life. Thank you for my opportunity to to be at our church and, Lord, to step down a little bit and for being on the radio. And thank you for those opportunities and for being friends with people in the world and, and all those I come in contact with, Lord. Help us to build relationships wherever we go. But God, help us to help prepare people to see you. Because, Lord, you're coming, and it is going to be a surprise to all of us. But, Lord, when we look up and we see you, what a day that's going to be. When our Savior, we shall see. When I look upon your face and I see, Lord, your amazing grace, how amazing is that going to be? Lord, bless this day. Bless these dear people. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Peter speaks of the day of the Lord. We're going to to talk about this. And, of course, this is something that people, there's all sorts of doctrines and different verses that people share about. And you can get into major discussions about the end of time and about trib, pre-trib, post-trib, you know, all sorts of different things. I don't, and I'm not necessarily wanting to do that. I'm not necessarily wanting to throw my biblical opinion on you. I want you to be convicted by the Spirit of God. And all I know is one thing, is we need to be ready, no matter how the circumstance ends up, that we need to be ready to meet Him face to face. You know, and if you're living in that presumption that you're going to get a second chance, don't. Don't live that way. Live for Jesus now. And if, and if it happens there at the end of time that you have another shot, you know, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty around here. And I tell you what, if you go by those scripture verses, it's going to be a very, very tough time to live in. So you better uh, make a good decision now. He said, Dear friends, this is now my second letter to you. I've written both of them as reminders, listen to this, as reminders to stimulate you to wholesome thinking. Stimulate. Well, what does stimulate mean? Stimulate helps you want to have 
healthy thinking. It stimulate positive effect. You know, when I used to coach sports, I want to stimulate my guys to be better at what they're doing and to be the very best. And so I would use tactics. I'd use drills to do that. And I was fortunate. We had some great great teams growing up but as a coach you know we have to kind of stimulate the thinking and this is what peter is telling the people here i want to stimulate so you can have wholesome thinking think about what is pure i I shared that out of philippians 4 yesterday what is pure what is holy what is honest what is praiseworthy you know think about those things then he goes on that's just verse one folks he said verse two says I want you to recall the words spoken in the past by the holy prophets and the command given by our Lord and Savior through your apostles. And he explains that. He says, first of all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come scoffing and following their own evil desires. Now, does that sound like what's going on now? Well, it certainly does. More than anything else, we are seeing people follow their own evil desires and try to convince the world. We're seeing schools and children. It's just amazing. Listening to the news this morning just sickened me, sickened me to see people giving in. I've seen churches that are giving in to worldly philosophy and teaching sin being okay. They are going to stand in the judgment seat of God. You had better stand up for the word of God, every single one of us. And first of all, they will say, where is this coming? He promised. Why hasn't he come yet? We're hearing that too. Well, he said he was coming a long time ago. Why isn't he coming? He said, well, no one's going to know the day or the hour. He says, ever since our father died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. See, he's speaking of that to us now. Listen to that. He's hitting us right now. Because none of us know the day or the hour. And this was way, way back, a couple thousand years ago. He's talking about this, you know, and they were expecting this coming. They were expecting it over the many, many years. It's been a couple thousand years. But, you know, a day is, you know, a thousand years like a day with God. You know, no one knows the day or the hour. But some of these things that have been prophesied in the Old Testament, and in the new are coming to pass. We are seeing things. So it obviously, it's getting closer. Of course, it's not going to get farther away because we move towards that, but it's getting closer. And some of us may see the coming of the Lord in our time. But verse 5 says, But they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens existed, and the earth was formed out of water and by water. That's probably why there's the earth is made of three-quarters water right now. By these waters also the world of that time was deluged and destroyed by the flood. Remember that, Noah and the ark. By the same word, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly men. Listen to this. By the same word, the present heavens and the earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly men. If you're not walking with God, destruction is coming your way. That's why right now, wherever you're at, if you are not walking with God, right now, bow your heads and say, our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, come into my life. May I accept you, Jesus, as Lord and Savior and forgive me of my sins. Help me to walk with you. Help me to talk with you. God, give me strength in my weaknesses. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I pray you prayed that prayer if you're not a believer. It is huge that you're a believer. Don't play 
with fire. Don't play with not knowing Jesus as Lord and Savior. Know that one day when he comes again, you're going to see him face to face, and it's going to be a great day. Folks, understand this too. He knows you're not perfect. You say, well, I just can't live to that perfection. He knows your heart. He knows your desires. He knows if you have faith in him. Faith is believing that he is the son of God and that he died for your sins and that he rose again. Do you believe that? You believe that, you claim that. If you believe that and you claim that and you pray that, then you are going to be with him. And I'd encourage you to be baptized. And if you need someone to be baptized, you have nowhere, you call us at our church. We have a baptistry. We'd love to baptize you. I'm letting the younger guys do that now because my knee is so bad getting in and out, I'm afraid I'll fall again. But you know what? It doesn't matter who baptizes you. It matters is that you are following the Word of God. Because the Word of God says, you know, be saved, repent of your sins, and be baptized, every one of you, and you will receive the Holy Spirit, according to Acts, according to the book of Acts. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends, in verse 8. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years. Oh, I think I just said that. And a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you. He, listen to this, this is key. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. That's why he's patient. He's been waiting. He wants people to come to him. Instead, we're seeing people run the other directions. Right now in the American church, attendance is dipping instead of growing. What are you doing about it? What are you doing about your relationship with God? I hope you're listening today, and I hope you're taking it seriously. He says, everyone needs to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. What's well, like a thief? It's a surprise. All of a sudden, a thief breaks in. He said, the heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. Now, that sounds like a nuclear war or something to me. The earth will be laid bare. You ever seen Hiroshima after that happened? I don't know, but I know this is what the Word of God says. So then he says, since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire, and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with this promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth, the home of righteousness. So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. Bear in mind, the Lord's patience means salvation, just as our dear brother Paul also wrote with the wisdom that God gave him. You know, dear friends, he says in verse 17, since you already know this, be on your guard so that you may not be carried away by the error of lawless men. That's what's going on right now. And fall from your secure position. Stand firm. Don't fall from your secure position. Don't give in to the world. But grow in the grace and knowledge of God, he says in verse 18. People, God, it's a choice. Your life is a choice. Are you giving in to some of those things that the world is teaching is okay? Or are you standing firm in your walk with God? 
People of God, let us be holy and godly, the best people we can be. We want to see Jesus face to face. We want nothing to come in the way of that. May God bless you richly this day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.